Welcome to the uh, 2018 edition of the Earbuds. New uh, New Year, new podcast. Uh, this is going to be a political commentary on uh, music in Russia during the Cold War. Yup. <laughs> Just kidding. I came prepared. <laughs> yeah, that was a shock to Mark. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, when is it too late? I don't know. This is like popping my head. When is it too late to say Happy New Year? past that mark. Yeah? yeah? Six days? Don't, don't do it. Okay. Alright, well, uh, we're going to New Year's resolution maybe try to do this every week pending yeah. holidays, but... We're going to hit 25 episodes. Yeah, half in, a year. In a year. Yeah, yeah. 26. Let's do it for 26. That's half okay. a year, right? Yeah. It's 52 weeks still? <laughs> that hasn't <laughs> changed. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe it did. Um, anyway, let's just uh, let's get into it. Let's drop that. Do the intro ting. videos that we're going to talk about. Um, Yeah, what do you want to start? I know we discussed, so we discussed what order we're going to talk about things every episode, and I usually don't remember, so when Nick always asks, and it's helpful because (laughs) I I need reminding. Uh, Let's start it (laughs) off with kind of like forecasting the year, I guess. It's early in in the year. That's what um, we settled on. Yeah. So, what are you um, excited about? Yeah. So, for albums. <clears throat> the way we're gonna we're gonna do it different than all the other just albums we're excited about in 2018 list. We're gonna organize this a little bit. So we're each gonna pick three. Um, one is just gonna be kind of like a pure, like hopeful, maybe long shot album. Um, the second one is like an album you know that's going to come out sometime this year but doesn't have a release date necessarily and then the third one is an album that does have a concrete release date so let's we'll go reverse order from that so concrete date what are you looking forward to um this has to do with the one of the singles of the week but super organism okay their album comes out march 2nd um which we'll get to them in a few minutes i'm sure but they're like a indie pop collective uh, they're really dope. Yeah. Uh, but their debut album is supposed to come out. So that's that, a good one. That one. That's a sure. good one. Because that was definitely the hardest of the three things to look into. So there's not a lot of yeah, set the dates only so set far. Dates are, yeah, like maybe through February. Yeah. Um, How about you? So yeah, this also serves as a little preview of things we're going to be talking about. My pick comes out next, the next week, I guess, January twelfth. Um, Maxo Cream Pumpkin. We, we've talked about a couple songs, I think, but all the singles so far have just been bangers. Yeah. And it'll be a, a good hip-hop release, I think, to start the year. Yeah, that's that'll be dope. Um, how about your uh, without a date, but should come out this year? Yeah, so I just, all mine are hip-hop, looking at it. Um, <clears throat> this one, I picked Joey Perp with uh, Quarter Thing. Tight, uh, okay. He said... It was going to come out last year in 2017. So 
and it seems like it's pretty close to being released and it's finished and everything it sounds Joey like Perp, but uh, yeah nice. yeah um, which so that's there? my pick yeah we're save money people here yeah if you <laughs> i think just about every episode we've worked in some save money <laughs> <laughs> mentions yeah. um mine is uh ray shremer mm. um, they're supposed to release shrem life 3 uh, isn't um sway league dropping a solo project yeah, also yeah it's called swaycation <laughs> Taking a little swaycation from the other ear drummer. He had a big year, um, Sway. Yeah, he's definitely has been the most successful of the... Yeah. What's the other one's name? I don't remember. Ray? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'll, I'll look it well, up. Well, uh, there it is. Um, yeah, that should be kind of dope. Sway was on a bunch of um, tracks this year, like doing background vocals. And he was on Unforgettable by Slim French Slim Jimmy. Yeah. Sorry for the disrespect. Well, we made up for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one. Um, I have a few others that we can touch on, I guess, once we get through it. Because, like, honorable mentions of other things that I'm looking forward okay. to. Okay, that's but, fair. Yeah. It's hard to pick just three. Yeah, what's your your Pierce Hail Mary? Th- oh, Hail, Hail Mary is Frank Ocean. Okay, mine was Kanye. Yeah, so I they're, they're both <clears throat> kind of in the same category. I want to know what Kanye was doing up on that mountain. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I want to know what he was doing with uh, what's his name? Kid Cudi in Japan. Yeah. They're like pictured well, together, maybe in the studio. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that for sure. What's it called? It's like Graph... TurboGrafx-64. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> yeah, that for sure. I would be shocked if it releases under that name. Yeah. Considering all the name changes for Pablo. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe he'll do... Yeah, for sure. Did he give away a pair of Yeezys to someone that could figure out what T-L-O-P stood for? I, he was supposed to. I don't no, I don't know if anybody through. figured out or if... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have any other honorable mentions? Um, or things? I was going to say Frank, but... Okay. Maybe a Gambino... Oh, there it is. The Gambino Chance long rumored Always. I'll be on my deathbed <laughs> like, I wonder if that's coming out soon well he's like said it a couple times yeah well that's year. the thing is it is it, they Exists. continually bring it up yeah intentionally to like troll like 14 year olds on reddit yeah also me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's not like some something they mentioned a while ago and I'm holding out hope it's constantly brought up yeah uh, I mean, hopefully if that comes out, that'd be, like, really swag. That would be, mm-hmm. like, the biggest release of the year. Yeah. Just because they both... Because that yeah. was, like... Unless there's only an EP, both, but... Yeah. yeah. They were, that was rumored when they both weren't this big. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they'd have been cool for, like, internet rap mm-hmm. fans. But, like, now it's like, oh... That would be they're, massive. <laughs> yeah, they're super stuff. Yeah. Oh, Lando Cal... Yeah. Lando Cal really is in Chance the yeah. <laughs> Um, That'd be dope. Um, a few other ones that... Uh, Supposedly are supposed to come out. Um, Push a T would be really tight if that actually <laughs> That'd be cool. came out. Um, Carly Ray Jepsen oh. supposedly is working on an album, okay. which would be really tight because Emotion was like one of the best. Yeah, even, even the B sides were. Yeah, were yeah, awesome. So that'd be really dope. Um, and Danny Brown, I saw some internet speculation. Yeah, he said he's working on an album. It's uh, all produced by one producer. Um, and he said, like, it was a big name producer, which is interesting. Yeah, so that because I think he normally works with Paul White. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, 
So that'll be interesting if he goes kind of away from from his guy, but we'll see. Yeah, so that those are the couple. A few others that like are that should actually come out though, because those are kind of speculation. Car seat headrest is Ooh. supposed to release an album um, sometime like in the next couple of months, supposedly. And uh, um, Vampire Weekend, which would be tight. Would be very into both of those. Yeah, like that'd be cool. Um, all right, well that's kind of like the look in the year again. Yeah. I try to do this every week actually. So twenty six times every other week. Yes. <laughs> um, Let's move into let's bring a segment back, uh, singles of the week. We kind of mm-hmm. ended the year strong on albums, right? Uh, kind of got rid of. We'll start off the year hot. So let's do some singles of the week um, with the first New Music Friday that came out. Um, this was your suggestion. You want to take it away? Your single? Uh, sure. So you mentioned uh, Super Organism, uh, their single "Everybody Wants to Be Famous." It's yeah, pretty um, kind of like psych pop art pop i've seen it described psych as pop is a good uh description I was sort trying to of sort like... of it's like a pop because psych pop makes me think of like tame impala but yeah, it's it's, like it's a poppier. little poppier yeah. than that yeah. um we'll play a, are we playing a play clip it. yeah let's yeah, play let's a clip right instead of just stumbling around yeah hey this is what it sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> okay here we go see you over doesn't matter the cost so yeah, that's their single, um, Everybody Wants to Be Famous by Super Organism. Um, it's so addicting. It's really catchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, yeah, you can even listen to maybe like 30 seconds of it and it'll still get stuck in your head for a while. Yeah, and uh, a lot of, I mean, go listen to their other stuff. I think they've released three songs. Yeah, they're, the whole uh, discussion around them is pretty interesting. They're, the, the origin is very mysterious and they're allegedly, so there's a bunch of, people in the group yeah there's a, um, it's like an eight person yeah and they're group. from kind of all over uh they live in just like pretty far away from each other and are releasing songs there's also so i want to kind of wanted to t- touch on this a little bit because i find it very interesting there's allegations i guess you could call them about them being an industry plant really which is yeah so basically um they would have already not necessarily signed, but agreed to some sort of agreement um, with a label, and then the label would work to make it look like they're kind of coming up out of nowhere. Huh. Which, uh, so first off... Yeah, because they, for such a mysterious background, like, they're so... Yeah. They have, like, songs that have, like, millions of listens. Well, it's interesting, like... like, I think that you, that's possible. Um, I'm more probable that it, it is organic and that like people are connecting with the music. Um, I did want to. I thought it's interesting because uh, another artist that we've discussed um, had been accused of this rather heavily Who? is Amine. When Caroline was blowing up, uh, people like all over Reddit. Yeah, that's fair. But also the. the 
like why does it matter yeah either way I'm like it doesn't it. affect the like it, to me it doesn't matter at all like even even if you're they're organically blowing up like if you are a fan you're probably in a, and they do sign like a big contract you're probably like oh good for them which yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you just don't want to be lied to yeah, it's I like mean, there's no reason to it's do fine. that. Like, yeah. If they're good, then so, they're good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just know. Oh, I think it's like people get worked up over it, too. <laughs> it's really funny. Internet trolls. Yeah. Damn. Um, shit, that's pretty wild. I've never heard of that before, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, check out their other stuff. Because um, their album, their debut album is coming out in March. Uh, but it's pretty trippy and really addicting to listen to. Um. So that's that. Uh, the other single we wanted to chat about was um, the first single released from the Black Panther soundtrack, uh, yeah. All the Stars by Kendrick and SZA. Yeah, it's a nice little surprise um, that Marvel dropped on us on, I think, Friday. Is Kendrick slash TDE will be doing, kind of curating, is that the hot word to use in this situation, the bl- entire Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, I mean, that's that's a really good pick, and it kind of aligns with uh, what they've been trying to do with the whole production and casting of the the movie is keeping it very African-American and black, yeah. which is tight. Um, I don't think there's a better person they could have picked to do right. such a thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, it's that's dope. Yeah, I I'm mean... I'm excited for the whole soundtrack. It comes out a week before the movie, and the movie comes out, I think... February like 16th or something. Okay, yeah, it'll be cool because a lot of the a lot of the soundtracks like this kind of work where really only a few of the songs are in the movie, and then you get like one in the credits, um, and then like a bunch of them are just sort of inspired by the movie. Or yeah. But it'll be cool like if we get it, you know. Like a schoolboy verse, or like a J Rock verse, or who knows who Kendrick right, is like going to rope into this. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, like who's like yeah. you know, raising my hand? Like I want to be on the yeah. Black Panther. So side. I'm really excited about that and the movie itself. But this song, to me, was like pretty disappointing. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was. I mean, the first time listening to it, I just like forgot I was listening to it. <laughs> just got distracted. <laughs> oh, I was like, I yeah, it didn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, but eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Also, this is like listening to that song. Which, if you were it, like said, listen to this song now. Guess what movie it's gonna be on? Like the lead single to the soundtrack for that movie. I would never guess Black Panther. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of uh, like tips or I don't know no. hints at what it is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with you. So yeah, I mean, maybe kinda, some like early, early on in the movie, some like inspirational growing up montage or yeah, something. But perhaps. I mean, this kind of this is maybe just a thing about like movie soundtracks, but like I don't know. When we were growing up, I never thought that was like a thing to listen to, but like they're coming back. Yeah. Like, Fast and the, the, Fast, well, uh, the Fast Seven soundtrack last year, like a lot of the songs they're starting, on there were yeah. like top one hundred. They're starting lot, to they, like at a time where. Yeah, Huge. they're kind of parlaying somehow the, having soundtracks as uh, just another spot for a collaboration. It's yeah. so like that fast soundtrack had like each of those tracks had just like a bunch of people like 
trading first. Even the bright stuff. soundtrack. Yeah. I feel like I keep yeah. seeing, like stuff on yeah. Spotify. The Suicide Squad had that Rick Ross. Yeah, <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, that song bangs. Uh, yeah, dude. And I saw something this last year uh, about or um, this last week about this last year that guess what the most bought vinyl was this year. The Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that was cassette. No, dude. It was and cool. vinyl? Yeah. Oh, wow. Depending oh, on the source cool. that you yeah. like, go from. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. Okay. That's, like, crazy. It's, like... That, that's a good soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's not necessarily... I don't think there's any original kind of pop songs in there, but, yeah. Uh, it's cool. Um, yeah, that's an interesting resurgence. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, well, anyway, those are the singles of the week. Go, uh... Check out our uh, playlist on Spotify at the Earbuds, all one word. Um, we got some other playlists we're working on, so hopefully we regularly update them. But the singles will be up there. Um, oh, the last one we want to talk about. Uh, yeah, is this just that would be another uh, the classic earbuds move of alluding to something in the intro and not talking about it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're very mentally stable podcasters. Uh, there it is. <laughs> First of 2018. Yeah, I'll, yeah, drink to that. <laughs> Good content right there. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the Justin Just Timberlake. Just that whole rollout of... Yeah, let's talk about the whole thing. So Justin Timberlake is releasing an album on February 2nd titled Man of the Woods. First yes. single came out, and it's called Filthy. Yes. Well, so the he announced the album with a video of him standing in, in, standing in the woods and in <laughs> fields, a man, a man looking very contemplative and just kind of generic voiceover talking about how this is going to be a personal album and he's doing it for his wife and kids and whatnot and give off you know like oh maybe jt's gonna hit us with the country album and then yeah to find out lead single filthy dropping this friday <laughs> yeah and uh, um, it doesn't really give off that personal vibe that he yeah. literally describes as verbatim this is a more personal album um <laughs> There's a line in there that says, what are you going to do with all of this meat? Yeah. Uh, which as a 36-year-old father who says this album is going to be personal, I think that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I see, I'm i like pretty... Uh, so all, Filthy has been very polarizing on social media. Like, people either like it or don't. And I think that kind oh, of... Oh, yeah? <laughs> that... Well, no, sorry. People either love it or hate it. There we go. You either like um, it or you don't. I don't know. You pick. Um, but I think that sort of pivots on how much you like the Timbaland production on it. Yeah, which is... Because yeah. the production is awesome. Oh. The, it's super interesting. The beat is great. Yeah. You have an intro with a guitar, and then yeah. it segues really well into like just a really heavy... like. Nice. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. It's like like Skrillexy. Yeah, but then kind of more layers come in and that sort of gets it's pretty cool. Yeah, but the song is not. No. Really I mean, bad. as soon as you start listening to what uh Justin Timberlake's trying to yeah, gets Plus the music video. It's weird. Yeah, and then the music video came out. So yeah, the rollout and that's of even again. It probably doesn't relate a whole lot to the song itself and then is even further away from Justin Timberlake standing in woods. 
Yeah, so <laughs> the music video, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely cue this up. But quick description is that um, he is in Asia, um, and all you see is like a bunch of people sitting in stands, and then he runs out from like behind a like wall, and he's about to do like a Apple keynote. Yeah, he, he looks dressed like, as Steve, yeah, Steve Jobs. Yeah, he's gonna do a keynote, and then he like uh, introduces this robot by saying the hater's gonna say it's fake and then he like moonwalks his way backstage again and then dances and his dance moves control the robot and then by the end the robot is basically having sex with a petite woman on stage it's really fucked up it's pretty strange it doesn't make any sense but the audience in the if so it loves it yeah oh, they they're love eating it. that shit yeah. up it's fucking weird I don't <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna watch that music video a lot though, because it's just like I don't know, maybe with a different song on, you know, but like cue up the video. Uh, also, the first time I heard this, I definitely um, the first thing I thought of was like a sequel or like follow up or some kind of uh, continuation. No, of AO Technology. That song with him and Fifty Cent. Oh, like the yeah. Ter- it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Again, about like. Hey, why have a woman when you could just jerk off? Is basically that song. Yep. So he takes it. Yeah. Why have a woman woman when you can have a sex robot? Um. Yeah. Let's move on. Otherwise, we're gonna stick on sex robots far too long. That's a whole different. Yeah. That's another. Check out our other podcast. Uh, (laughs) That's another resolution. Maybe try and not get caught up so much on off-topic things. Just wow. a little less. That's what makes A little the, less. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> let's move into our first album we want to talk about. This came out a few weeks ago, mid-December. Um, Saturation 3 by Brockhampton. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so their third album of the year, the end of the Saturation saturation trilogy. Wow, that's hard to say and really quickly. Um, what do you think? Saturology, if Ooh, you will. Saturation? <laughs> Anyway, I really liked it as I have with the past two saturation projects. Um, once again, they kind of they pivot to not to video but to a new sound. Um, it's a very kind of like experimental pop vibe, I would say. That's fair. Um, there's a lot of cool production. Uh, but sort of midway through, you get some songs like Hottie and uh, do Bleach, I would also say, that are pretty just straight-up pop songs. Yeah. Which I liked. Like, they do it really well. Bleach has the best chorus. Kevin Abstract, um, at some point during this trilogy development, found out how to write fire hooks. Yeah. Because the hooks on this album are awesome. Yeah, it's... Um, and I didn't feel that way about the first saturation. What about the second? They were kind of hit or miss. Yeah. But overall on this one, it's they're very catchy. So I was um, prepared to come on the pod as of this morning and not trash Saturation 3, but like I, I was like, oh, I don't think I like it as much what? as 2. And then I listened to it again today and I was like, nah, that's dumb. It's pretty good. 
So yeah, like, I don't know if I like it as much as two because I loved two. Yeah. But this is like three is very good still. Yeah, and at the time I was like, oh, I just I've had a lot of Brockhampton this year, like. Yeah. Maybe, but then like it's been a few weeks since I listened to it, so I listened to it this morning. I was like, nah, it's it's good. It's got bangers. I would say. Yeah. It it, so. it it has some higher highs than two. Um, but also, I think. Toward, especially towards the beginning, like Zipper and Johnny are sort of... Uh, yeah, I agree. But... Uh, well, let's yeah. play uh, Boogie, which is the opening track. Man, so if that doesn't get this, you get you ready for a something. I don't know what it's supposed to get you yeah, ready for, but it's is, wild. This uh, going to be on Party Playlist. I think it's every... So we do have a Friday Feels playlist up yeah. on Spotify. Go it's check it out. It's never leaving. It's never leaving. That is the only permanent <laughs> song on the playlist. Uh, but yeah, this is Boogie. So that was Boogie. Um... It's a kazoo, Mark. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we're not going to argue about that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that song is probably my favorite of the whole thing. Yeah, it so... the album real hot. Uh, yeah, that's definitely my favorite. I also saw Bleach got a lot of love on social media. And initially it didn't like really do much for me, but... On multiple listens through, it's very vibey, and then the last minute or so, it's a couple bridges, and then the outro are so well done, and just sound really, like, nice. Yeah, I think it's, um, oh man, there's so many of them, I'm gonna forget who said it, but, like, yeah. they were on Twitter, like, saying that, like, the last minute of Bleach was, like, the best music, like, they're the most proud of that yeah. last minute, yeah. of anything they've created, and that's, like, kind of touch on that real quick it's like it it's hard for me to um appreciate any of their songs without bias because i follow them all on twitter and like before some of them come out people will be like hey like what do you think the most underappreciated song will be? <laughs> and then like, six of them will be like oh it's definitely hottie yeah like, so then you're like oh i gotta love yeah, this then, song then, yeah, yeah then it's always like oh matt's verse on johnny is actually yeah really uh, and, i will say matt like, oh. matt champion did steal this album Oh yeah, he's really he, good. Yeah, he um, he killed it. I'm gonna so little watch this trick. I'm gonna tie a common criticism of the album that I agree with into a compliment. Oh, um, backhanded. No, not even backhanded. Okay, what is it? Um, so and I agree with this. A big knock on this album is that Amir, uh, his so basically every song he's on, his flow is basically the same. And then that is kind of compounded because that flow is also what he's been using since the first saturation. Uh, his voice is really, this isn't the big compliment. His voice is really cool, uh, so it sort of works. And also, it's minimized by the fact that there's so many verses on every song where even, I'm not saying they're duds, but even if there was like a bad dud on every song, they're short enough where... Yeah, but, there's like yeah. six or seven verses yeah. and you get like four of them. Yeah, but going into this album, the other 
so Amir takes a lot of shit for being pretty talented. Uh, another knock was that he only raps about like selling drugs and doing drugs and stuff, which he's acknowledged also on Saturation too. He's yeah. like, that's my wavelength. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's just what I know. Yeah, um, but he switches his content up on this album, and a lot of those guys talk about different things, and there's a lot of personal stuff on here too. Um, what's the song where they the intro is exactly that where it's basically the criticisms like oh. Kevin? Only, it's yeah, no, it's Kev, the, yeah. Opening, he intro. talks about being gay. This guy talks about doing drugs, and this guy thinks he's Lil Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, and then it goes into all of them just like yeah. shredding the song. Like that one, uh, fuck, I cannot remember the name of it. I didn't write that down, but I definitely know. Yeah, there's another one too where I'm stupid um, during Amir's verse. He, he didn't, it's a verse with no drug references, and halfway through, you hear just a Matt Champion in the background go, "What drug reference?" <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I gotta re-listen to that. Um, no, but they kind of like branch out a little bit, or like lean into their not lean in, but they acknowledge some things yeah. as opposed to being like, "Not it." It's gonna, no. I mean, gonna stay the course and like make bank. Because like they're playing it's, no, this every is, music festival this, this is year. most definitely like, a progression for all of them as artists. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, also like you, they're they're going to be on tour for the foreseeable future. And they're supposed to release another. Yeah, album. so I was going to say we'll see when Team Effort comes out. But they were they managed to put put out three mixtape album projects. In, it's pretty impressive. In like six months, so. Yeah, even if you like don't love it, like you have to acknowledge the. Like, that's yeah. a lot of work. That's crazy. Um, anything else you want to touch on on Brockhampton? Oh, also, I wanted to talk about Sister slash Nation, which is, mm-hmm. like, the double track. The tenth song? Uh, that is, like, that's probably my second favorite after uh, Boogie. Really? Why is that? It's just, like, the sister portion of that song is crazy. And then the whole feel of that just being in one track just gives it like a very like Brockhampton goes like epic and just swings for the fences feel. But yeah, the uh, the first half is very like prog rock like beat sound, and they all just like like spit over it really well. It's a very like claustrophobic feel. Um, yeah, that's fair. And then it kind of just cuts into uh, Nation, which is very like a floaty, spacey vibe. And then they all like, uh, so I saw this pointed out on Genius or Rap Genius, whatever you want to call it. So Nation, they all like discuss uh, issues that like African Americans still face in America, like discrimination, bullying as like children, and being exploited as artists. Um, everybody who has a verse on that, because uh, like Brockhampton is a pretty diverse group as mm-hmm. far as rap groups go, but. Everybody on the nation portion is black, which oh, is cool. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good deep dive into that. Um, go that person on Genius. Mm-hmm. But earbuds. That's a, yeah, that's a good Genius comment. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Sometimes you get some That's, tips. yeah. Um, another thing I saw on Genius um, is they've all acknowledged that uh, Tyler, the creator, and like Odd Future have been like a, right. an yeah. influence on them. And I never noticed this, but the reason they do the the sister nation as the ten songs It's because that's what Tyler does. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea that on yeah, every that's album. That's a cool nod. Yeah. Yeah, every, yeah, Tyler's done that on 
all his albums, and I think this is the first time that yeah, Rockhampton has they, done yeah, it. But first time they did it. But yeah, that's definitely was, a cool like nod. Yeah, which if you didn't know that, go check out Tyler's uh, discography right now, and you'll see the tenth yeah. track of every album is a double song. Uh, it's pretty sick, um, dude. They're, yeah, they're like a, just very like aware, like oh, they're know, extremely self aware. Yeah, because yeah. um, like one of the other things is like the last song on the album is titled Team. Their next album is supposedly going to be titled Team Effort. So like you'd assume the first song of this next album is titled Effort. Yeah. Maybe. But then there's also like the every so the the first saturation every song is four letters except for the last one. Mm-hmm. And the second one everything's five letters except for the last song. Mm-hmm. And then this one everything's six letters except for the last song and the last song is four letters which ties back into the first album yeah and then it uses the same sample oh does it yeah so the last song oh uses so the i same saw sample i saw specu- speculation that they might do that but so they ended up doing that yes. i didn't catch that yeah so i i don't know if it, the songs themselves tie in at all like lyrically okay. but it definitely is the same sample that's cool the first song of Damn. the first album yeah that's really that's yeah. so smart. I would never think to do that. Yeah, it's just like so forward. Like, yeah. think to what? They make three It's not albums. forward thinking, it's cyclical thinking. Well, yeah. But like, <laughs> it's like to do it. You know oh, I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, seven months from now, yes, I gotta make no. sure that the last song. That's, is... yeah. I mean, that's the attention to detail that you get when you do have like a large group of people throwing ideas together, but also uh, Kevin Abstract is the de facto leader and has like so far done like a very good job of making sure everything seems cohesive and everything. Cause it, this could, all of this stuff could easily be a giant mess. They have a process. Yeah. Um, trust it. Yeah. Um, there's the, Which, yeah, if you, uh, there's a rip of the documentary floating YouTube, out yeah. around there. I'm not saying go watch it. I'm just saying it might exist. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> because you're supposed to buy, yeah, go buy the, the, the collector's, saturation trilogy edition and watch it on there yeah and i watched um there's something on youtube i watched a couple months ago about like them just like yeah they have a viceland had a viceland show i don't know if it's still going or not but yeah there's like all sorts of videos you can stuff to sort of see a look into the creative process and what goes on in that because they all record in like a house together yeah and like one person doing the rap will like go into a separate room in the closet, in the dark, yeah. and like rap, but like one person will be like in the kitchen yeah. on the couch making the beat, and like the way that it all works is just like, I don't know. Yeah, so team effort is being hailed as a studio album, so are they actually going to be in a studio? Uh, yeah, <laughs> mayhaps. Well, did you see the Twitter stuff about them breaking up? Yeah, the, well, yeah, Kevin Abstract likes to yeah. mess with people on Twitter and just yeah, he said like this is gonna be the last album. He's like, thank you all for the love yeah. this year. Like, we're not gonna do another one. He's yeah. like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, what yeah. All this? the all the like, basically any anything he tweets now, like, there's mentions in on Twitter and like comments on Reddit where people are like, he's just lying. Don't believe him. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, well, did you also see they're supposedly gonna release a movie? Yeah, in which. Yeah, I'm skeptical of that, but we'll see. Once again, yeah, like don't, I guess don't count out Brockhampton based yeah. on this work ethic. Yeah, so go listen to Saturation Three. Um, that's kind of all I have to say. What do you? Yeah, do you I think, any closing words? I think that covers most of it. I hope they are at Lala. 
because I would like to see them live. Yeah, I think a festival. I mean, uh, we tried to get tickets to their House of Blues shows and they sold out right quick. Yeah. But a festival appearance would probably still be pretty fun. Yeah, man, they're playing every big festival yeah. that has yeah. been released so far. Check them out if you can. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's move into this. The next album we want to chat about. Um, oh boy. One of the, speaking of festivals, one of the like greatest live performers that I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, Jeff Rosenstock, um, punk rock. Uh, yeah, I guess you'd call it punk. It's definitely punky. Um, released an album uh, this last week called Post. Um, what do you think? I love it. I'm gonna gush about this album. Yeah, so I've seen you, um, <laughs> not to like be creepy, but oh, like, my Spotify rail is yeah. only you listening to Dude, that for like the last week. I've listened <laughs> to it probably 10 plus times since it's come out. Well, I'm not surprised. Every I time love I see it, it's like, yeah. oh, Mark's listening to Post. <laughs> I love it so much, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jeff Rosenstock uh, released Worry um, like late 2016, right? Mm hmm. Um, which was like critically acclaimed. Yeah. Um, late late twenty sixteen, but before November eighth. Yeah. Right. Okay. So <laughs> yes, it was before the election, um, but the album was late enough to see what was sort of happening. Yeah, and so it was clear. It was like pretty acclaimed for that exact thing. Like, oh, a punk rocker that's like not. That's like very. Uh, it's very prescient and yeah. aware of what was going on and who's. He's also like, yeah, it sounds sort of weird to say for like a, like a just kind of like punk rock because it's really easy to just like vibe out with the choruses and the hooks and stuff on this, but on both of the projects, but his lyrics are really good. It's really, really good. Um, I mean, the first, so, so yeah, go to wrap up the thought about worry is very like. Yeah, I kind of saw everything happening, and that had gave it. It's like a very anxious feeling on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, Post is <clears throat> it doesn't take a huge leap of faith to say that it's post the election is what he's describing in the title, or mm-hmm. post something related to that. And it's not necessarily as anxious, but it's uh, pretty heavy at times and just kind of downtrodden a lot, but also still retains the Jeff Rosenstock, um, just like awesome hooks and just like awesome, like power guitar rock. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, part, I mean, it is heavy. Like, and I think I told you this, like the first time I listened to this, I was like, Oh man, like this still shreds. Like, it's nice. I can't like, I was like, Oh, there's an eight minute song and an 11 minute song. Yeah. Like you don't realize that they're that long. Mm Mm-mm. And then the second time I went through, I was like, oh, wow, like, there's some real, like, shit on here. Well, even so, Um, yeah, even just looking at the track list, you got songs called USA, All This Useless Energy, Powerlessness, uh, TV Stars, maybe, if you want to stretch that, Beating My Head Against a Wall, and I get Let Them Win is a kind of misleading title based on what's in the song. But, so it's, yeah, looking at that, you go, hmm, okay. And then uh, he, so he does a fantastic job of the idea of the election and Trump and, like, all that shit. 
definitely pervades the album and is present throughout. Um, there's maybe a couple songs where there's not a mention about that, but there's never a direct mention. He never says Trump. He doesn't no. say Republican or GOP or any. No, it's he like never, never says taxes, insurance. It's, it's, it's very much like focuses on how it affects like like your inner workings as a person. Um, and yeah, it's very like, I don't, it's not subtle, but it's very well done. Let's play a snippet of the first song, I guess, because the, yeah, so it's called USA is the first track. So let's play a snippet of that. So that's USA, and um, I mean, kind of to Mark's point about like not specifically calling it out, but like there's some deep stuff in here. Like he sings, um, like here are some of the lyrics, and it's about like seeing what was happening. It happens, and then he's trying to figure. Like so, here are the here are the lyrics. I'm just gonna do it. So I saw the sign, but it was misleading. I fought the law, but the law was cheating. Screaming for help, but somebody keeps on telling me to settle down. Please be honest. Tell me, was it you? And it's like the whole song. Yeah. Is then he, about... he goes on to describe various people that he sees, like, yeah. like when he's in the Midwest, like a service station clerk, like a guy driving next to him, and he's like, "Please be honest. Tell me, was it you?" Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. People, like, did you betray? Yeah. What America <laughs> stands for? Like, please be honest. Like, you look like a normal yeah, person. Yeah, and he, he said like, he's like, I'm not gonna hate you, but please be honest. Tell yeah, me it's, it. yeah, yo, and I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> that is so much. It's good though. Yeah, and then so the chorus then builds into um, a chant of so I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it if you're not listening really closely, it sounds like he's saying "f you, USA." But he's actually saying, and he clarified it on Twitter, et tu, USA, so the Latin phrase. Um, See, so that's a reference, obviously, to Julius Caesar and being kind of betrayed by your own people. Yeah. Which um, is, yeah. from a punk rock, like, again, like, this is, it's so easy in punk rock to just, like, scream, like, fuck Trump! Yeah, no, but, yeah. Like, he's not. Right. Yeah, no, it's very thoughtfully done. And also, shout out Rap Genius, whoever <laughs> they said et tu is a French phrase. Yeah. It's like, why would they, why would they speak, be speaking French in Rome? <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah, it's not, not perfect. Um, it's Latin. But yeah, so, um, and even at the end of this song, when, um, I mean, like, so it's, this is definitely also the good for as deep as it is, will be a great festival song because the end oh. is like a bunch of people chanting, we're tired and we're bored. Yeah. We're tired and we're bored. Yeah. Like, that has such a like, when people just chant USA. Like right. that is like now replacing the like classic, like frat boy, yo, let's just yell USA a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, like going back, he's got like, you could easily um, just listen to this and enjoy it as like a punk album with not i mean like punk albums are typically very anti-government but mm -hmm. uh 
this yeah you don't really necessarily need to listen to the lyrics and it's still a very enjoyable album oh, yeah. but i also think so the whole like themes of the album sort of open up i don't know how to articulate this so last year you got so much of like if there's a semi ambiguous line in something everybody was like oh that's a trump diss like oh, that's a trump diss and this like album almost feels like like a lot of it is obviously like anti-trump and but it almost feels like it opens itself up to that even more like intentionally and there because there's like very like subtle stuff like the tv stars song like really like the chorus is like tv stars don't care about who you are and that's like kind of the gist of the song and so you're like it, it's like is it a stretch to say that what you think it is yeah but like also like why like why would that song be on here if it's just like yeah it's interesting but uh there are like so many like the, the song after usa your throat is so well done and so he kind of starts off with uh like, the whole point is, uh, like, what's the point of having a voice if it gets stuck inside your throat? And it starts off with sort of, like, a funny, um, like, it's, like, every every review has touched on it. Um, like, how he, like, thinks about, like, ELO arrangements and, like, first-person shooters and, like, can talk about that. But when uh, he wants to talk about something important, he always, like, fucks up and like can't have a conversation about that and you're like oh that's kind of funny it's like being on a podcast yeah that's that's funny and relatable and then like um son it doesn't even flip but like the second half you're like oh okay i get it like the voice is is your vote and like what's the point of it if it doesn't matter and like he talks about like after the tape leaked i searched for answers accountability all i all I discovered gave me fever sweats from the inside out and made me cold from the inside out. It's not like any other job I know. If you're a piece of shit, they don't let you go. So he's basically like, oh, like this, like tape is pretty bad, but like it makes me feel really nervous, but it's like the presidency, like they can't let like that happen, right? Yeah. And then, and then, oh, nope, doesn't matter. Like what you think doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, yeah, uh, it's very well said. That's my favorite song on the album. Yeah, like, once again, I want to keep tying this back. Because, like, our conversation is, like, making it sound... Not that it isn't profound, but it's still a very accessible album. And, like, that song is so catchy. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah, like it goes... It, it's like, if... Yeah, like, the if you're a piece of shit, they don't let you go. is like, chanted a few times. And it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if you were listening to it outside, we've seen him twice. Yeah. You could just be listening to this in oh, the sun yeah. with, like, your friends. And yeah. He's, like, having a beer. He's a he's great like, showman. And, yeah. Oh, dude. And, like, that's not... Like, last year, when we saw him at Pitchfork, and he took out the trunk <laughs> and smashed it with his guitar into the crowd. Yeah. Like, and, at, like, that's still, like, time, I wasn't I was super like, familiar. I thought he was just sort of, like, pandering. Yeah. But, see, no, like, he's, like, very, like... The ear to the ground and like knows what's happening. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, great. Um, I mean, there's. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of like you rattle wanna, off. Yeah, some. keep going, dude. Because uh, I, I love this album. Uh, Do you want to talk about all this useless energy? Or yeah. Powerlessness. Yeah. So like all this useless energy, is basically what it. Exactly what it's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, that kind of 
um, feeling of like a lot of people. A lot of people had like severe anxiety and like like were worked up but didn't know what to do immediately after. And he doesn't provide any answers on this song. Just like kind of like sings like I'm worried of abandoning the joys that framed my life, but all this useless energy won't hold me through the night. So he's like yeah like contemplating like this is like really bad like. I don't know if I can fix it. Like, if I do try and fix it, am I gonna have to like give up like my life? Am I gonna have to like give up my life either way? And like, um, which I think is a very real thing that people deal with is like, I know this is bad, but like, how much do I have to put in to make yeah. a difference? Because if that's like a huge thing to get active, is like getting over that mental, yeah. st- like that mental being mentally stable. Well, yeah, a lot of so, like, yeah. I'm gonna put an effort in, and even if it ends up being like not worth it, like I'm gonna know. Yeah, but it's also like so well written that yeah. you can look at, yeah, like like I said earlier, like a lot of it is kind of like introspective, how it affects like an individual like mentally a lot, and so you can look through it at through it not necessarily like as like a political Trump lens, but like maybe just somebody like going through. Like heartbreak or like mm-hmm. like a tough life event. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like this song, and again, back to the point about being intentionally vague. Like this song doesn't have to be political, right? Like it is it, by nature of the way it's structured in the album and right, like exactly. yeah, the but songs like the, that are around the it. But meaning and purpose, yeah, and like the lyrics can affect any part of like someone going through something. Yeah. You know, because it's just like about like oh, you're just. This uses energy. No, it's a uh, yeah. That song is great. Yeah. Um, so my favorite is the next song, "Powerlessness." Powerlessness. Um, so once again, just another banger. But um, so the the one the kind of lines that got all the play are <clears throat> he's yeah talking about protesting on the interstate and like blocking cops from getting through, and he says. I called it positivity and congratulated myself on a job well done, but after a couple of days, that fire I thought would burn it down was gone. So, like, that's a really, like, heavy-hitting line. Like, I think a lot of people can connect to that. And especially going off of the previous song. Right. Which is, a, yeah, like, yeah, he like, exhaust all of this Yeah, he, energy. like, finally, like, basically, like, decided, like, oh, I, like, I know what I'm going to do with all this useless energy, and then, like, still is like, fuck. but uh later in the song this is my favorite part of it uh he's basically like like talks about using twitter basically he says shriek into the toxic well where everybody's screaming for themselves and leaves no space to process feelings lost these overwhelming distractions lead to powerlessness and i feel too weak to walk it off so he's like yeah it's talking about like using social media where everybody's just like it's, like, so much happening at once and, like, the echo chamber effect and then, like, this, you know, the administration is, like, like, there's, it's, it's, like, throwing so much at you that you're just, like, yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but also, that's my favorite, one of my favorite parts, maybe, of the album is, like, there's every, every once in a while, there's, like, a unique kind of, like, like, one or two seconds of, like, song that just like i'm like oh i really like that is so during that part when he says powerlessness um 
it's like like syncopated where he's like powerlessness and like for some reason like i just like oh that's dope (laughs) but uh hopefully other people feel the same way otherwise i'm gonna sound like a weirdo no there are parts of the song the songs that you love there are parts of the song where you're like oh that's the part either it's a beat or like they bring in like one yeah it's not like something that like returns everywhere it's just like like a brief thing you pick up on yeah. one thing other people yeah. Are like, yeah like whatever like he just says it a couple times um yeah and then uh i mean the next couple songs like as you said tv stars could be taken it's yeah. definitely about trump right like he's yeah. a tv star yeah um especially after today's tweets about becoming a, a very successful stable tv star, TV star. Um, Melba is about just getting away from a bad day and going on vacation. You don't know what makes it a bad day. You can, if you want, you know, fill that in for yourself. But I like, I think, but also Melba is like a very breezy and light, like summer rock song, which is nice. So I like choose to not color that in. So I'm just like, no, it's just like he had a tough day and wants to go back on vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But this next song. Um, Beating yeah. My Head Against a Wall is uh, the eighth song on the album and um, essentially it's about talking to someone who has the opposite opinions of you that no matter what you do or say you'll never yeah. convince them otherwise and it's like beating your head against a fucking wall so yeah it's just like in the way that it, like again like if you're listening to this song it's just like you could it's just like talk 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 yeah. it's like it's good it's just like oh i could just like shred to this and it doesn't matter but then when you listen to it it's just like talk 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 talking to you you don't want to hear me speak i'm trying try trying trying to give you the courtesy of listening and it's like the opening intro and it's like oh man like you definitely Been know there like. <laughs> especially right after the holidays you're like oh i know like my shitty racist uncle yeah. it's like not gonna yeah then immediately just goes in like i'm beating my head against the wall uh, I love it. Yeah, it's like honestly that whole. It's just be- yeah. be- beating my head against the wall for like two and a half. Minutes. Yeah. Well, let's just finish off going in order, I guess. Yeah. Let's, right. Because the next um, two are also great. Yeah. Nine out of ten is so that kind of trio of Melba beating my head against a wall and nine out of ten are all like a little kind of lighter, and um, I still rule. But just a little, little easier listening. Nine out of ten to me once again was sort of, unless I could have missed something, but sort of just a he's gets high and takes the train home, and uh, just thinks of somebody he misses. Yeah, and I just like that this is the ninth song on a ten song album. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. 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 And he says nine out of ten times I'm listening to or thinking about you. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then this last one. <laughs> uh, this is, yeah, so Sister Nation was Brockhampton going epic. Let Them Win is Jeff Rosenstock going epic. Yeah. Big song. Um, again, uh, this is, so it's an 11-minute closer song for this album. And the whole album is only 40 minutes. So, <laughs> so the first song is 7 minutes. Yeah. The last song is 11. So basically, two songs take up half the album. Right. Um. Which is fine by me because this last one is uh, it's great, um, and as you kind of stated earlier, definitely a misleading title. Yeah. Um, 
because it's it's titled "Let Them Win," but it's really about how we won't. Yeah, let the them hook win. is we won't let them win. Oh no! Yeah, we won't let them win. Um, so it's I, yeah, I love the song. The placement is perfect because it is kind of a downtrodden, like thematically album. But at the end, he like it's like all right, like it's bad, but mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's just like a anthem of. Like, they can hang us out to dry. They can profit from their lives again. They can shake our souls. They can send us home. Wonder who he's talking about. And then <laughs> we won't let them win. Um, that kind of builds for a few minutes. And then around, like, four or five minutes, he goes, we won't let them win. And then he goes, fuck, no. And it's just, like, he draws it out. And then it's so cool how he does it. So there's a few layers going on then, and then his vocals keep going, and then just like extra guitar lines and like a like a background chorus comes in, and like that goes on for like a couple minutes of just everything building. Yep. And you get like it's a slow build. I mean, it's which, really for an eleven minute it's song. It's really like, cool. It doesn't burn you out. Yeah. Because you're you're in it the whole song. Yeah. Like some yeah sometimes yeah. Yeah, well, like by so by the end of sort of that portion, there's like like seven or eight separate things going on, and it all just meshes like perfectly. Like it's so like so carefully thought out too, because there's like a wild guitar solo kind of going on, but like each portion of that solo still matches up with the other guitars going and like mm-hmm. the drums going. Um, it's really well arranged, and then yeah, it kind of closes out. And ends with like it's like about three minutes i think of that 11 minutes three or four is just kind of like ambient synths which is an interesting way to close an album out especially an album like this i think the just the intent is so you can sort of reflect on just oh yeah like I what agree. you listen to and like how how maybe how you're supposed to go about the most recent message of like we won't let them win yeah i agree yeah yeah especially going on yeah so like instead you just like turn the album off and like put pop something in but like this like kind of gives you well plus like think about the whole progression of the album right it's like usa like oh shit like you who betrayed us like you should have used your vote in your throat like, all this use of that, you're like, you're building up, you're just like, oh, like, what am I gonna do with yeah. all this pent-up energy? Yeah. I feel upset, powerlessness, and you're like, fuck this TV star guy, and then it's like, <laughs> beating my, then you're eventually like, I'm trying Wanna to go do on something. vacation. Well, yeah. then it's like, I'm trying to do something, and like, I, I'm just not getting through, like, all of this shit, and then the end is like a, reflect on this, and make it better. Yeah. I don't know, you know yeah. what I mean? No. Like, there's, there's, like a there's, there's a to, purpose for that. Yeah, yeah. right. Because, like, the whole time you're getting, like, thread the story. It's also very physically relaxing. Oh, to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You just take, like, a deep breath after. Um, yeah, man. I agree with you. This is a great album. Yeah. Can we go listen to some songs after yeah, this? Yeah, I, I, was just, I, I was just thinking the same thing. Well, let's go have a beer and listen to uh, some Jeff Rosenstock. So, go check out his album uh, called Post. Um if you haven't ever listened to Jeff Rosenstock, definitely go listen to Worry as well. Um, and then keep in mind that this was pre-Trump getting elected. Yeah. But like it was during the lead-up. Um, and then he's also he just announced a tour as well. So if 
you see go him, see him. Yeah, if you see him coming to town, um, and for as heavy as how Mark and I talked about this, like you was, can turn your brain off during the live show. He's an just insane. slam beers. The guy both times we saw him performed in just bro tanks. Yeah, and yeah, unbelievably <laughs> awesome live yeah. performer. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, definitely worth it. Um, that's that's earbuds. First episode of. 2018. We'll see you 25 more times this year. <laughs> Here we go.